0: Two steps back, or if you'll move to Atlanta, we will promote you. And this man worked so hard. I couldn't say, leave me where I am. I'm happy. I'm comfortable. I said, of course, we'll move. But I was mad. I did not want to go. And so when after we made the decision, I uh, found out that one set of kids and four granddaughters were moving to Okinawa. So they weren't wow. going to be four hours away anyway. But I spent about a year in the wilderness here in Peachtree City, just sad, just sad um, and recovering. And then God had told me at the time, he said, I have a better place for you. I have something wow. more for you. And I'm like, I'm retirement age, Um I'm not educated. I have a high school education. I did work for lawyers for thirty years and that will teach you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um but uh I, I, I what more could he have? I I didn't know Pinewood was here I didn't know any of those
1: things Absolutely, so I'm going to backtrack for just a second because this is the first show that I've actually recorded my podcast on at the same time that I'm doing this so I actually just started recording my podcast let me just say welcome to your show, Fruit for Your Soul again (laughs) I'm your spiritual (laughs) life coach, Cardelia Reed and sometimes these things happen thank you Danielle for joining, but I want to backtrack to something else that you said too Uh, this is our guest Lucene Stussy thanks to all of you that are joining us out there in Periscope and Facebook, but you talked about spending time in the wilderness and you had you basically were angry about coming here so in other words we have to allow our lives to be interruptible by god and one of the things that you said was that you were comfortable a lot of us are very comfortable Mm -hmm. with our lives and you spent time in the wilderness and the wilderness she's referring to time david spent out there writing the book of psalms he was deep in the wilderness a lot of times we go through that in our lives but when you came here you were sad And tell us exactly when things started to break for you.
0: I think everything was a divine encounter. I met my writing coach, Jackie Arnold, sitting at Mimi's Cafe. I just needed a seat. Mm -hmm. And we began talking and found out she was not just a Christian, but a Christian author and a writer and a coach. And um, she was the first person that really connected with. And we started going to lunch. And over the period of time, I began Writing, and I I just have to thank Jackie. It wouldn't have happened without her. Um, And then the next thing was she said, "Let me take you to Pinewood for their production Mm -hmm. um, breakfast. Their construction, Uh and that was my church for a year. Was to listen to the inspiring stories of other people who have been through hardship and change, and going. Some of them I don't think were ever comfortable until they found something more." in their life. So that was really awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, So I began writing. I also visited my kids in Okinawa and the other child is in Budapest, Hungary as a missionary. And then I have a son in Tampa, which I now found, find out is, uh, is going to be moving. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I say that either I did something really right or really wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Some days I feel like it's really wrong. I want to be there to help. But um, uh, it's just been a progression of things. Um, meeting people. We we found a church we're comfortable with. So now I'm helping plan a women's retreat. Food and decoration, of course. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... I don't know. Does that, does that answer your
1: That answers the question big time. And, you know, oh, Budapest. She says Budapest here. Hi. 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 Oh, my gosh. So let me say this. You said something very, very serious here. And that's what I was thinking about when you laughed earlier. You said that all you did was go. Did you go to Starbucks and meet Jackie? I know Jack, that's and one Mimi's of Jackie's. Cafe. Okay. Mimi's Cafe. Okay. So kudos to Jackie and Mimi's Cafe. But all you did was go out of the house to go somewhere. Yeah. That's all you did. Okay. So and then God used that place to meet you there there to right. help change your life because you met someone's differently so in other words you can simply go out your house and walk to the mailbox it does not matter God can come there right. and meet you there you just simply did something
0: something well the lady that did the artwork yep there you go the artwork for my book she moved in next door oh my gosh yeah. look
1: at that I mean <laughs> see and see nobody was moving in next door in Texas right <laughs> <laughs> okay. not so for long. (laughs) I think that that says hugely and let me just say this because you mentioned Pinewood and you know I we live you live in Peachtree City I live in Tyrone Pinewood is literally right around the corner I want to say thank you to Dan Kathy, because they have that construction prayer meeting there which actually got used to help change my life as well when I actually started getting into this and then you said you went there and you started meeting people it became your church and at the end of the day it was a connection point so when God wants to use
0: whoever it is believe me other people will get blessed by that that as well that's right and I wasn't looking for anything wow. I mean I don't have career my aspiration from the time I was a little kid was to be a wife and a mother mm-hmm. that's all I ever wanted to do and part of my heart is to encourage women that that is a career and it's there's maybe the most important career um, I because I was raised in the 70s mm-hmm. you know we had that women's movement I didn't mean, there's nothing wrong with that but I think in some respects it downplayed the role of a wife and a mother. Oh absolutely. That that it's just not a value. Well it is. It's the most important thing. You need to raise socially acceptable children. You need to have a good marriage in order to do that. So if that's not a your priority, you're gonna you're gonna have a problem. Um so yeah, I I didn't have career ambitions. I don't need to be in movies uh, Plus, I've been checking and I don't see anything for a 63 year old woman. Okay. So
1: I'm getting ready to correct her right now. And that's so funny. Uh, 63 is a great age. You know, you are a whole lot younger than Sarah was when she laughed I at know. what? Oh. <laughs> Well, I gotta, I gotta I add that in. But well, I say that because um, a lot of people, I have come in contact with a lot of women around your age range, and it does not matter, but I know that life is just beginning for what God wants you to do. Exactly. And I tell you, uh, what is the, there's this lady particularly, you kind of put me in the mind of her. She's a great actress, and you see her on a lot of things. Uh, she's in the James Bond movies or whatever. Either way, I can't. Judy Ditch.
0: Yes, yeah. yes,
1: yes. So at the end of the day, there is a place for everybody. Yeah. you know what I mean so I
0: everybody needs a grandma (laughs) and
1: but that's why you were allowed to raise your kids and put that um whatever it is you need to have planted in their lives you didn't outsource your child raising responsibilities to a nanny no
0: not to a nanny if only only. (laughs) I had a lawyer once when I had to stay home with a sick kid and I came back I used my sick leave and when I came back to work he said he t- took off with a sick kid. He said, I thought that's what nannies were for.
1: Uh, oh, my God. Well, th- that's the acceptable norm. <laughs> now, let yeah. me ask you this, because this is the, the overall burning question. Tell me about the time in your life when you literally allowed God to come in and just say, okay, you've got to take over right now. Tell me what was going on with you because you have written a book. You've moved here. You've met great people. You're phenomenal. You told me you said a few words at Pinewood and people, you had like a flood of Facebook requests. So people find you phenomenal. Whatever it is about your spirit, people love your spirit. I was drawn to your spirit. So tell us when you allowed that door to open, say, God, just come in and just take over because something has obviously happened in your life majorly.
0: Well, I think for me it was a process because I made a profession of faith when I was five years old, and at that point, I just knew I loved Jesus, Mm -hmm. and I wanted him to be the Lord of my life, but my experience was narrow Mm -hmm. as a preacher's kid, missionary kid. Um, I was not a rebellious kid um, at Two weeks after my 18th birthday, I married our music and youth director, who was eight years older, Mm -hmm. and we were going to serve the Lord together, Mm -hmm. and I won't go into all the changes, but nine years later, we got a divorce, and I had an 18-month-old baby, and at that point, I was just angry again. Another Mm -hmm. time in the wilderness that I had done everything was right, Mm -hmm. and it turned out so poorly. So I spent uh, two years single and crazy, crazy as a lot, March Hare.
1: Most uh, people are by the time they divorce because yeah. they use their marriage. Their marriage yeah.
0: somehow defines
1: them. And so sometimes when you get a divorce, you don't feel defined anymore. You feel like something's got yeah. to, you just go all over the place.
0: Whatever it defined me, I didn't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's one thing I, I say is if, you know, when you're, when you're dating or when you've been divorced, mm-hmm. if you don't know what you want, you know what you don't want. And I knew what I didn't want, and I was checking out a whole lot of options, (laughs) let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, And then just by a gift of grace, um, I met my husband on a blind date, and that was 35 years ago.
1: That's interesting because most people don't believe that. Thanks for joining Jackie and Carol, and thanks for joining out there on Periscope. So here's the thing. You said something very good. You said that you started out as a child as a believer. Now, most of us, because even if you're in the United States, you know they have somehow God is written somewhere out there. Do they mention God in the Constitution? I'm telling you what I know. Yeah, okay, so obviously God is mentioned in the Constitution. God, we trust us on dollars and stuff like that, right? So we're believing God, but somehow we don't believe in miracles. So I think I'm gonna refine that question. <laughs> And I think this is this is the burn. I love this question. Now, I was reading um, a book written by Benny Hinn recently, and he talked about uh, some people that were believers in God. But until they saw this miracle occur, they saw a girl that literally um, was brain damaged, uh, had a whole lot of issues. She was a child and God literally healed her mm-hmm. from like yesterday to today right. to the point where there's no way that because for years she had been that way but there was no logical medical explanation for that. Right. So when this guy saw that, not only did he become a believer in miracles he, everybody that heard about the story wanted to actually uh, be saved and say hey now I believe in the Holy Spirit right. too and they started saying Holy Spirit. They didn't say God as much as they did. You know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they want that Holy Spirit filled miracle. So here's my question to you. When did you see your first miracle in your life where you said i'm just so happy that you came in and it was you huh I love your face on that question. Now, because that probably means that she's had so many. Now, Jackie says something. Hi, loves. God's grace is awesome. You hit the jackpot.
0: Oh, yes, it is, Jackie. Kudos to you. Thank you. You you know, when you have a birth of a child, Mm. you see God's presence, or I saw God's presence. It was a very 42 hours of labor. And when she finally got here, I cradled her to my chest and said, oh, baby, mama's going to take care of you. Um, as a parent, there's a lot of times you, you see God's miracle in that there, you know, we've raised three with no felony convictions. <laughs> that is, that's wonderful. That's how it's supposed to be. I mean, th- those are the little miracles that you're talking about that we have to really but, be in tune to. It's so true. But my uh, stepson was molested by a drama coach. Oh. And it was at that point, he was 15. It was at that point, I just dug deep and I'd been sick with chronic fatigue and immune deficiency syndrome for seven years and um that was the hardest time of my life harder than a divorce when your child has suffered and and you haven't protected them and uh, I spent a year in Lubbock Texas just in the word and he healed my body
1: that's a miracle
0: yeah and we all survived the newspaper reports and
1: wait a minute i'm sorry i you just told me you were chronically ill you don't look like you've ever been chronically Ill. there is not a stench of smoke or fire on you okay that's <laughs> awesome i would have never guessed that about you
0: yeah i spent a year because um, doctors tried everything wow. and chronic fatigue doesn't have um a medical solution That's right. That's um fine. so I did the whole herbs and mm-hmm. but mostly it was prayer and rest you know God will heal your body if you give him a chance um I think uh, so that that changed my life that year and I went deeper and I listened to every teaching tape in the car at home I baked I gave it away but the whole time I was baking I was um Listening to teaching tapes. I was on TV, listening to TV, whatever it was, just putting the word in my heart. Mm. And, um, I, a specific miracle I have a hard time with. Not that,
1: there are so many.
0: There are so many. That was
1: that's one. That's the perfect answer to that question.
0: There's so many. I oh. I can't. I I remember when my um, daughter was with her dad for the summer. She's 14 years old. They're traveling across the U.S. Um, he's he bicycled uh, professionally or competitively, and I was in a movie with a friend. Hmm. He wouldn't let her call me because it was his time. Hmm. Okay. Um, I was in a movie with a friend and then my spirit, I was so afraid for her all of a sudden. And I told my friend and we just began to pray for her intercessively. Um and uh, for I didn't hear from her for another 2 weeks but it was about 24 hours before I had peace and I could just go on. Um when I did hear from her I said what happened on such and such a day mm-hmm. and she said, "Oh, That was the day our hotel was on fire. Oh, my gosh. Wow. And I didn't go downstairs even though I saw the fire trucks because I didn't have my makeup on.
1: Okay, that is absolutely hilarious. But (laughs) I can say that's another thing that we haven't come (laughs) in.
0: Don't go out without your makeup. I said, girl, if the house is on fire, get out. Um, uh, And then uh, she goes, and my dad was in a bicycle accident. We had to take him to the ER to get stitched up. And she said, and, Mom? Do you see your guardian angels? Mm. I said, "Honey, I don't know." I said, "I think that if you need to see them, God will allow you to see them." She goes, "Well, I had food poisoning, really, really bad, and she said I I couldn't sleep and I saw two men in my room." And she said, "Mom, I wasn't." Oh, asleep.
1: that's giving me chills. That's well,
0: She said, "I wasn't." I and I wrote it in my journal at the time. So she said. I wasn't asleep. She said, I wasn't dreaming. She said, there was one in in the door of my room and one in the door to the bathroom. Mm. And they were just standing there all night as I got up and, and went to be ill. She said, I could see them bend down and come back up. She said, it must have been. I said, honey, I just say, thank you, Lord. Did
1: she say what they look like?
0: Uh, no, I don't know. It's it's
1: not important. Yeah, Yeah, that's,
0: that's what I see
1: here's the thing, they they were tall.
0: Yeah, soldiers.
1: Well, you know what? First of all, I'm going to say thank you, Jesus, for that example because I had no idea that that was going to be used. And that is such an important example because when you talk about guardian angels and physically seeing them with your physical eyes and not your spiritual, it creates such a comfort out there
0: and know that it is possible that those things occur. Well, especially when you've got kids in Okinawa and Budapest, and Florida, oh, yes. <laughs> and, right. and you have no control. And really, as a mother, you don't have control anyway. You know, as a person, you don't have control. But you do have someone that loves you and loves your kids and who hears your prayers, and that is such a comfort to me that um, my daughter in Budapest had all three children at home wow. with a midwife. Wow. And for our culture, that's unusual and for me as a mom, that was terrifying, sure. and I couldn't Absolutely. be there. I couldn't be there. And my sweet son-in-law, would; she, with the first one, she was in labor for 40, 24 hours, sorry. Um, and, uh, of course, she checked out because she was busy doing the job she needed to mm-hmm. do, and her husband uh, was sending me text. Well, I was up all night praying, and I would say, well, you know, I'd wait two or three hours and say, well, how is she doing? He said, I'd get back she's progressing. (laughs) That's a boy text. Um, (laughs) And that's all I would know. And the rest is just in God's hand. I got to tell you, I have three beautiful, healthy grandbabies over there. So, you know, he is faithful. faithful.
1: And that's not bad for an 18 year old that got married and said, Hey, I'm just going to do what I want to do with my life and see what happens. Right. (laughs) I think that sounds so wonderful. You know, a couple of things I want to point out here. I want to say how I feel that your life is just a miracle. And, you know, yes, you know, I, her and I have had one conversation, that's just true. one. And that's how the Holy Spirit works. But I remember you were telling me these things about yourself, and I just almost couldn't sit still in my seat thinking, <laughs> oh, oh, God, really? That's amazing. But I think that, you know, so many women will read your book and look at you. And even if they didn't read your book, they didn't know anything about you. They say, well, I wonder who she is. Yeah. they really want to get to uh, they want some of your action they want a piece of that and that was the thing I was reading about in that book in Benny Hinn. they were saying when people see that you are a Holy Spirit filled they want a piece of that well, sure. so literally I love the fact not only
0: do you have a piece of it but you're willing to share it oh. with everybody else oh absolutely that is my job is mm. to love people to Jesus that I mean and and I was looking around yesterday what can I do what, what kind of action and I've tried to teach my kids those random acts of kindness Mm -hmm. they they do as much or anything like i'm not a preacher i'm not a teacher Mm -hmm. i'm not educated there's a whole thing a lot of things i'm not i am a cracked pot but god uses a cracked pot to shine his light through or he fills it with gold and and the things that i saw yesterday is there was an old older man like way older than me Mm -hmm. uh, in aldi's and he just wanted to tell me about the time he served in Korea. And I listened.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. You know? That's
0: wonderful. Because no one listens to that like the way they should. That's that's
1: very respectable. His
0: daughter was frustrated. She was trying to get out of there. <laughs> and I said, well, just <laughs> right, tell me about right. that. You know, I've been there. I've, I've been on the other side of it. I know it's embarrassing. When your mm-hmm. parents start to talk to random mm-hmm. strangers, my children will have to deal with that. Um, that's funny. <laughs> it's just I'm just thinking about
1: I mean you know what one of the things that okay that embarrassing thing let me tell you something about what you did for this man nobody else was willing to hear him but the fact that you heard him means a lot and you did it because of the Holy Spirit in you when I was a child you talk about embarrassing (laughs) you know I grew up Baptist I'm not saying anything bad about Baptist people But I think my grandmother needs to be in the Guinness Book of World Records for how serious she used to shout. And some kind of way, I used to end up sitting with her as like, I remember just being nine years old, sitting with her, and she would shout so bad that the preacher would have to stop preaching. And I mean, I would like slump in my seat, look around, and I mean, she would get up and walk around the whole church, and she'd point at people and touch them and tap. You couldn't ignore her. And then if that was not bad enough, I had an aunt that had down syndrome so when she's oh. when my grandmother starts out and so did she yeah. okay it's a tongue twist so did, did she, she and she follow her and clap and shout too and you have not Sorry. seen <laughs> <Sorry>. well, <your> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> my Woo, i think they were happy sometimes when she didn't come but and then she sit back down like it never even occurred i mean she'd fall out and get back i mean the point that i'm trying to make is I understand that's emotional, yeah. and I understand that that David did a whole lot of dancing and shouting. He was emotional about the Holy Spirit. Right. The point that I'm trying to make is that whether it's shouting or talking, we don't have the right, regardless of how embarrassed we are, to tell them this is not a good idea. Yeah, we don't have because yeah. now that I'm older. And now, it's like, I understand that. I understand the emotion behind that. Right. I mean, you, we don't know when we might get emotional. I mean, emotion is designed in the now. It doesn't care about the future. It doesn't care about the person right. next to you. Right. But it's designed in the now. So that man, that was filled with, this is what my life was like in Korea. What, North Korea or South Korea? Which one was it? Korea period, right?
0: It would have been, they would have been stationed in.
1: Brad, help me. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't wanna I didn't wanna yeah. disrespect and say the wrong career, that's yeah, well, for sure. Then, then we'll
0: yeah. we just leave it there. <laughs> this
1: is what my life was like. But can you imagine what he had to endure during that time? Oh, yeah, I can. You know, so that's why I'm so happy somebody did listen. And that's where the favor on your life comes from because you were obedient
0: and then you are Well, and oops, then and just yeah. small things like that make a difference in okay. the kingdom. Oh. You know, it made a difference to his daughter because she could get checked out. You know, it's that as I was leaving, um, oh, another small thing that I did is that it's raining, right? And it all day you have to put a quarter in to get your Mm -hmm. cart, right? And this Mm -hmm. older lady was um, fumbling for a quarter, and I just I said, "Do you want this?" And my cart, and she goes, "Why, yes, I do." I said, "Great." She goes, "Well, here's your quarter." I said, "Please." Pass it on. (laughs) See, tiny. It
1: it, it means a lot. It's
0: kindness
1: for people like me. I don't even have a quarter sometimes, but only because I don't keep a lot of change in my
0: purse. So you're exactly. (laughs) They don't take credit cards. (laughs)
1: Okay, so let's see. I love that emotion is designed in and out. Thank you, Danielle. I'm so I'm so glad that you know that and uh, be aware of that because people try to criticize us oh. over that. That's the enemy. That's not God, obviously.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, there's different personalities. Absolutely. My husband, um, I told him I was a little nervous about today. Now he's a very quiet, reserved CPA. Obviously, <laughs> I'm not, and I said. I said I'll be fine. I'm I'm yes, I'm a little nervous, but I'll be fine. I said it's just talking. Thank and he goes, "Well, that's what you do." <laughs>
1: I was going to say, I mean, if you think about it, this interview, it's just us talking kind of like we were sitting before. And it's one of those things where, you know, I like it because it's comfortable. There are no mm-hmm. expectations mm-hmm. there right. or anything. It's just, okay, let's see how we can shine right. and let us step aside and be used for the Holy Spirit. Because, Amen. you know, I just told her that, um, and she's aware of this, and you guys are, aware. I would not be doing this if it was not for the Holy Spirit. I'm pretty sure my life would be somewhere else. I probably wouldn't be happy. I know I would but I'm very happy that. So, it is about him shining in my life. So, my goal here on this show and every show, every podcast, is to show people how real and true the Holy Spirit is. Oh. And it comes out in the simplest conversations, the simplest things. Now, here's the Shebang. Tell us a little bit about your book. Well, <laughs> I love your expressions, by the way. <laughs> they are hilarious. Yeah. I don't really your thoughts. Okay, I really want to hear
0: My, your my face just. You know, I'm
1: really <laughs> it's okay. Anything. I love that because it, it just makes me laugh. It keeps the <laughs>
0: entertainment going. You're I so love it. I love to make people. Well, this is Gigi's heart. Let's see, Gigi's heart. Can you see? There you go. Um, because seven grandkids call me Gigi, and um, as a missionary kid, I did not have an extended family. In fact, you you didn't get phone calls. Today, I. FaceTime with my, my kids almost every day mm-hmm. and, and talk to them, and, and, and I can still text them at no charge, um, and back in the, hmm, mm, you couldn't do that, <laughs> so I wanted to put something together for my kids my, and my grandkids, a legacy, so it's mm-hmm. Gigi's heart, a legacy of life and love, Um, So the first half of it are stories from my childhood in the Philippines because my grandkids are always saying, Gigi, tell me a story. We spend a lot of windshield time together, and it's, Gigi, I don't want them on their – I want them communicating with me, interacting with me or with each other, but not on their – computers or games or whatever so I'll tell a story well this is a compilation of those kinds of mm-hmm. stories and then the last half because I do a little cooking the last half are my recipes, the ones that I always um, do for family gatherings their favorite cookies, the breakfast casserole I always do when we have 15 people staying overnight and then in between a few little uh, like Really nice. Sayings: uh, If the creek don't rise, if the Lord willing and the creek don't rise, did you you've heard that? I've heard that before. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. We always it, it's in response to a scripture that says, "Don't plan anything without God. He'll He'll direct your step, steps." But very true. In Texas, it's uh, Lord willing and the creek don't rise because the creek rises. <laughs> it sounds very Texan or Southern. It, it does. It is. My parents are both uh, born and raised in Texas, and so there's a lot of, yeah, I bleed Texan.
1: Yeah. No, I'm just, you know, at the end of the day, I'm going to check our time because, okay. you know, it's one of those things where, I'm like I said, I'm actually doing this. Okay, we're good on time. Okay, so people are asking some questions, okay. and at the end of the day, it's, it's, it only comes across the screen very, very briefly. briefly. So uh, just to give you an idea that, um, again, this is Lacine Stussy, and she's talking about um, her life and how uh, she's made decisions in her life that people, um, you know, to... I don't know, decisions about your, your, your children, your marriage, moving here, those things. So I'm going to take a little bit of a turning point now. And I want you to tell me that, okay, one of the things I know about you is that you are a very different person for your entire family. <laughs> yeah. Yes, for your entire family. And that's why I say that even your life is a miracle because it always has to be that one person I need to share this with you. It's on my heart. Did you know that eagles are the only animals, the only species of birds that can fly towards the sun without being blinded by the light? No. They're the only, and I just found that out. Now, here's why I'm sharing this with you because there's always that one that sticks out that has to do the different thing that nobody else is doing. Huh. So, which is kind of symbol, symbol, yeah. symbolic, symbolic of your life. Right? I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, it is. Because at the end of the day, the other birds will go blind. They will not be able to do anything anymore. Their body's unequipped for that. You understand? But when God made the eagle, he made the eagle in mind, this is what, I'm going to have you stick out. You're going to be by yourself. You soar really high. Mm -hmm. You go towards the sun. And there's where I am. And that's what your, your purpose is. That yeah. is your purpose. Now, it takes a while for him to get there, right? right? I mean, he gets out of the nest, really, that kind of thing. So yeah. I think you see where I'm going with this I in do. your life. Good. I'm I glad. Do. Sometimes when you're talking <laughs> in the spirit, you're like, okay. We're gonna... right. I but I right. want you to tell me exactly why you're that different person, why you think that God made you. I mean, you may not know exactly why, mm-hmm. or even give us an example of what makes you so different than everyone else, because you have overcome a lot of things a lot of people would not overcome. I did have one lady recently tell me the other day, she said that um, she's the only one in her family that's paid for a lot of her her nieces and nephews to go to college, for the grandkids to go to college. They look up to me for everything. She says sometimes I just don't really feel like, you know, I'm glad she was glad she did it, but sometimes she gets tired of bearing that burden, but she will be who God made her to be. You understand
0: right. what I'm saying? Right. So that's what I'm talking about. Well, I think I get it, and I think my answer might not be what you want
1: you're never wrong with the holy spirit just so you know you're never wrong so take a stab
0: i'm medicated <laughs> <laughs> that's acceptable it's okay no, um, that is so um, funny our entire family and just for generations have suffered with mental illness and depression um, there's a history of suicide. <laughs> mm-hmm. My older sister committed suicide at 52. And I, um, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. And, and I did not, f- well, because it's frowned upon, or I felt like it was. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Definitely. And you certainly don't yeah. talk about it in public. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I um, found a doctor who was very helpful and just said, would you benefit from a little antidepressant? And I, because I woke up every day hating myself. I was rehearsing all the things I'd ever done that might have harmed someone. And why did I do that? I mean, 20, 30 years ago, you guys, that's not God.
1: Absolutely. Not God. Absolutely.
0: He does not want you to, ha- he wants you to enjoy your life. He wants you um, to love other people. And if you're hating yourself, you can't love other people. Oh,
1: th- Oh, my gosh, I need to put that somewhere online or something. I don't know, but it is online now.
0: <laughs> it's um, very true. And and so that's part of what I, I talk about is, um, you know, rage was my dad's addiction. And it was a generational thing. And, you know, every man in his generation of his legacy were full of. Of rage, I have an interesting story about my great great grandfather who um, he murdered a man and stole a horse and left Tennessee for Texas. Um, and I want to break that off in in our family that rage, but part of it is forgiveness. You have to um, forgive who's harmed you. You have to ask forgiveness for those you've harmed, and and then the healing can begin. Uh, but uh, that little bit of tweaking of my brain mm. has changed my life. I'm not overwhelmed with fear because I always knew God. I always knew God, but I don't. I don't know why. I, I um, w- why the medicine helps. I just know that it does.
1: And. It, <sighs> God can use anyone or anything right. it does not even matter so at the end of the day you would be surprised at what he gives us to say hey this is even me in the process mm-hmm. of that you know the first story that we have of, that I'm aware of and I make sure I say it, that I'm aware of that we hear about in the Bible of mental illnesses when the Israelites they actually um, when they were complaining a lot uh-huh. and they didn't reach you know they did, some of them didn't reach where they were supposed to reach and literally their mind starts going well, really bad and so so, that is one of the first stories you start hearing about that kind of a thing. So, then we go all the way down generational, and all these uh, principalities are a place in our family line that, you know, these demonic families really try to take you. They can take out your mind, they can wipe you out a lot faster, you know, mentally than they can physically, of course, because you can do it yourself when they got you mentally, right? <laughs> right. You know, I mean, he doesn't need right. somebody else to do that. So, at the end of the day, you said, I want that to be broken off by you merely obeying on what Christ have told you to do, it's been broken off, yeah. which is so wonderful. Oh. And anyone can look at you and tell that that is a tough thing thing to endure something like that among your family so when I look at you I'm always um, just amazed at the goodness of God because your life that's so wonderful and the the ability to laugh because one of the things if you don't know if you know anyone with mental illnesses they don't laugh that much or they laugh excessively yes that's exactly right so which very bizarre spirits but once again that's not God so it's one of the things that I, I love how you're able to just feel the goodness in that and that's what people love about you.
0: Oh, well, thanks. I don't know what else to say besides thank you. (laughs) It's a process. You know, like I said, because, you know, you made that profession. I made that profession of faith at five, a rededication. I rededicated my life a lot because I was pretty sure I wasn't getting it right. Well, you know what? We don't get it all right. But that's part of being a cracked pot Mm -hmm. is that he uses that. He filters. Um, The reason he has something for me to do now is because of all the other things I've been through, it's shaped me, mm-hmm. it's made me into what he want the vessel that he wants to use now. It's not wasted. My one of my favorite scriptures is how he saved my tears in a bottle. It took me—oh, that's 30, wonderful—thirty-five years to mm-hmm. finally ask my ex-husband for forgiveness. I figured, yeah, I cheated on him, but he made me do it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrong. I understand. Yes. I, I just felt so just we all do. We're, it. we're human. Yeah. yeah. Um and when okay. I finally wrote him a letter um and said, I'm sorry for the pain that I caused you, all of this opened up. Oh my and that's ex oh wow, that's huge. It's forgiveness is is um uh, is Camry Cam, Cammy Arnett mm-hmm. in the movie Champion. Okay. He said Forgiveness won't change your past, but it might change your future. And we really have to do that, and then God can work, and he can do these things.
1: And then when you do forgive, you have such a peace about the past, to the point where it doesn't even come across as threatening nearly as it used to. But as we sit here and talk also, I must tell you that I do see how God is going to use your life at your prime age of 63 to not only to touch younger, but older women also believe this early this week. And this is, this is for both of us right now. Jesus early this week, I was sitting among a group of women, We're talking very spiritual talk. And one of the ladies, she was actually older than you. She gave us a great example of something that occurred in her life. I had no idea. She was, she's very blessed. I thought she was in her fifties. She goes, no, I am this age. I am 71. And I said, well, whoever did this to you, I'm just getting that she's younger. She said, yeah, she's 61. I said, well, either way, she was just immature. (laughs) She had an immature spirit. Excuse me. The point that I'm trying to make is there is some, at some point in our lives, because of our experiences, God uses us to be that role model and that example for a lot of oh. people that you know you will never expect. Mm-hmm. And then it prevents them from making some of the same decisions right. that we made. Right. And I just see that your life being that
0: example. Oh gosh, I hope so. I I want when I wrote to my grandchildren a love letter, mm-hmm. it said your parents because my parents made mistakes. I've mm-hmm. I thought I was the perfect mother, but my children have corrected me. <laughs> 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 Gently, of course. Yeah. Um, uh, your parents are going to make mistakes. They they do, but if you can go ahead and forgive them now, it'll change your life. Because mm. you're going to make mistakes with your kids, you know. You want to sow some grace so you can reap some grace. And
1: I hope that people, while listening to you, I want to put this disclaimer out, too, because I've had to. When it comes to forgiveness, this is something we're always going to have to do in our lives. It's not until, when you see a lot of problems in your life, you just listen to a whole lot of stuff that you've had going, which we all do. I am learning that demons have doorways as they come through. The number one doorway is unforgiveness. Um, and when they that come through sense. that door, it causes so many issues in your life. I mean, all the way from diseases to tragedies, early deaths to physical manifestations of demonic activity, which is the, 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 you know, that's obviously a physical one, but at the end of the day, that's something that I am learning so much about how important forgiveness is, you know, and it's, you're never designed to do that on your own. You have to do it with the Holy spirit. Oh, oh it's
0: God's mercy and grace. He's uh- I had to pray about it a lot, and as I wrote, there were three letters I had to write, um, because it doesn't come from our natural spirit. That comes from the Holy Spirit.
1: Can you tell me a little bit about who the three letters were to, if you want to share that? Or, you know, just, I just want, because obviously it it helped with
0: healing. Um, I had to um, write one to the ex-husband, which, um, the funny part it is, he, he assumed I was dying. If, I, if after 35 years, he, yeah, he, he yeah. uh, I was finally, and then one was for, a, to a man that I worked for, and I felt like I had not done the best job I could, and it has plagued me. It's one of those things I wake up and think, why didn't I do a better job? Why didn't I do a better job? And I thought, I'm just going to tell him I'm sorry. Never heard from him. And the other was someone that, um, uh, I felt did not, they, no, I, I hesitate to say anything about this one. I can keep it general if you want. Okay, I'm trying to. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's a little tough. Uh, that I felt did not exercise hospitality to some friends from another country. And I was angry mm-hmm. about that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but my anger wasn't right. You know, my reaction to it was not right. And I had to apologize for my reaction because I can't fix theirs.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. I love the way you smile when you say
0: that. (laughs) Oh, you know what? Two things.
1: I got a homework assignment for everyone out there. Write a letter to yourself because that is a huge one. That at the end of the day, we can look around and say, who do I need to forgive? And we're looking around this whole scope, a 360-degree view of who we need to forgive. And the one person that we don't realize is that person in the mirror, because you can eat yourself up with that kind of stuff and not forgive, because it will be you that's leaving that door open. Right. For you'll be surprised at the things that you're opening up the door to because you haven't forgiven yourself. That's,
0: well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, what was what's the number one commandment? Oh, what did Jesus say? Good. He said, um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And love your neighbor as yourself. So really, what is the third one? It's love yourself. Bingo. If you don't love yourself, you can't love other people. It's just not possible. So again, that's just some things. That's the legacy I want to pass to my grandchildren. I don't want them to hurt and make this mistakes I did you know find your true love the first time around <laughs> or make it your true love <laughs>
1: well, you know and I'm learning the importance of making things work um yeah. because you know we the enemy would say oh go ahead give up you failed give yeah. up quick right now and then you give up and you let go of it and then he goes you're on your own and he's <laughs> He don't give you any more advice and stuff messed up up even yeah. worse, you know. So I, I know what you mean. But, you know, one another thing that I'm learning, and I hope this, this really blesses somebody, is the importance of taking back the atmosphere. So if I walk into an atmosphere, for example, and I feel some isms, mm-hmm. sexism, racism, all kinds of isms, I say, enemy, you bow down. In the name of Jesus, you have no authority in this room, in my life, in this circumstance, in anything I want in my life. You bow down in the name of Jesus. We have that power. We have that authority over the enemy. And God gives us that. Okay, so in other words, you will get angry. If we're not thinking that no you're not naturally thinking that you have to be intentional about doing that very intentional I'm aware of that it's not normal, but that's why we are created to be abnormal and supernatural versus in the natural so you will get angry I know a lot of people that are angry because of that kind of stuff themselves and with other people you have you have a right to be angry but you know it causes a problem when we really hold it a lot of us are so hurt by those kinds of things and you know even with that once we learn how to take back the atmosphere we learn how to let it go and then let Jesus deals with deal with it the best way so i can clearly (laughs) i'm sorry i think a lot of women a lot of us a lot of us can clearly because that's clearly what's wrong with a lot of environments around here but i have just learned to do that so that's how i keep the biggest kool-aid smile on my face when i (laughs) walk into a room even when i know the holy spirit is so good i know the first person that does not like me i know before i walk in the room i just
0: know well there's something you know comes with age is you care less Bingo. it helps Bingo. it really oh, that's, helps.
1: that's the best feeling too yeah. and you you just you you literally get to a point where you're like you bow down you deal with Jesus and at the end of the day that has no bearing on my life no, not, not at all yeah not that is all. so wonderful so i think that we're ramping up here and look at that perfect timing cuz I, I think right. i want to go to 45 minutes but now we want to tell people um if they want to get in touch with you how can they
0: you know access your books or purchase your books
1: <laughs> there people to know about
0: you online, online. um go to my Facebook page. it's Lace of Grace. My whole name is Grace Lacine um and so i but I've always gone by lace Lacine. moved six times in second grade um and never got my name right uh, <laughs> The teachers didn't uh, so lace of Grace is my Facebook page, and I'll be putting information because these are not published yet there um it is i just proofed the last copy this morning so i hope it's not long and um i you can follow me there you can follow me on instagram at lace of grace 7255 um i'd love to to follow you on on instagram and see what's going on um i have a blog uh, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. the blog. Uh, my blog has a little bit of everything. And, again, it is laceofgrace at blogspot.com. And you want to put little dashes between the lace of and grace. Um, because if you don't, you get a Maxim Pennant model, and you'll know right away that's not me. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's so funny. all kind of so a, a lot of recipes are there, the step-by-step pictures kind of thing. I don't have pictures in this of recipes. Mm-hmm. I did that for my friend. Shout-out to Margie Green. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, she does credit card really well, uh, but she doesn't cook. That's
1: <laughs> so funny.
0: <laughs> so I, um, I did some recipes for her, and I taught her daughter how to cook when she got married. Um, so those are, are a little more in-depth. But also some things God gave me to say or experiences. So that's it. We got Facebook page, Instagram, and and my blog.
1: Well, we can't wait. And she did bring some nice ginger snap cookies over here that she made. And I'm going to tell you, they were so delicious. They were so professionally done as well. Nice touch of love there. Uh, Yeah, you can feel the love as you actually uh, eat them. So our our prayer is that anyone that comes upon your recipes, please let's share this beautiful apron. I put it over my heart, and I actually felt your love too.
0: So there you my, go. my tagline, <laughs> my real takeaway from my whole book is, when in doubt, err on the side of love. Mm. Um, that was in a family situation where everything I'd been taught in, in my Baptist background said, no, no, no. And I said, mm. God, what do you want me to do? And he said, when in doubt, err on the side of love.
1: That's true. And that
0: true. has helped me in every situation. If you don't know how to act, Air on the Side of Love.
1: It feels better too. Oh man, <laughs>
0: does it ever! So I'm having some aprons made. I'd love to sell them with the book, but but I'd like to put it on coffee shirt, coffee mugs, and t-shirts because mm. I just think that's what the world needs in this time yes, it of does. real dissension and hatred. I mean, mm-hmm. I yeah. That, is
1: you know what? Um I should have had the microphone close to your mouth while you, were. <gasps> you said something really important, but I think we got it on, on, yeah, our, okay. um, on our recording here. But I, I want to say that's that's so true. Um and my prayer and belief in that we believe God for everyone that comes in contact with your recipes and read your book will receive that love and oh. they will they will feel that love and the favor of God will come upon them because oh, it, will, I love be that. it yeah, will be through be Him. It will be through Him that you have placed all of your your recipes and your 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 works Stories. and your books and yeah. and thank you again to uh jackie for joining us because thank jackie me. arna was a big help she was it god wouldn't ideas. have gotten and done without she is god. a beautiful person that god yeah. uses tremendously, absolutely tremendously so you know, I'm going to say that I have been blown away by this interview. Oh, good. And, i had fun. Uh, my gosh, it's been fun. And it's one of those things you just don't want to stop. See, when you get carried away in the spirit, now it's I know. hard to. All right. <laughs> so just them down and we'll keep talking. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I want to say that you can check out, um, this video will be online on my YouTube channel cardelia reid c-a-r-d-e-l-i-a-r-e-i-d if you just put that in youtube it's gonna pop up also you can reach me at podcast.cardelia.com so i'm on itunes google play and stitcher and also uh (laughs) we're we're trying to be all over the place these days you know just the most important thing is getting it out globally globally. Uh That's the most important thing. And, you know, I want to say slowly, but surely I'm working on a book and um, my book is called the, the little diary of supernatural inspirations. And those are the things that I actually have inspired me over the last probably several Several years of my life that God used to boost me up to the next level, and any little thing that I could write down or any experience that I've had. And once again, this is supernatural, so that means I'm coming strong, I'm coming hard, I'm coming deep, in every inspiration yeah. I put out there. Uh, but it's, it's it's got me to who I am. And once again, I always say that it's not about me; it's about the Holy Spirit that I always give the credit to. And I I often laugh at people, which thank you Jesus for his laughter, <laughs> because people always want to attribute this to the person Mm -hmm. and they can't get past what they see versus oh you're just doing this because you want to put your face out there no anyone that really knows me no that's not true there's so many things that god can have us doing in our lives that he allows it but doesn't mean it's the best thing for us Mm -hmm. you understand so i'm just thankful that i can talk to people like you and we connect very well and have so much in common versus thinking that you know accepting a divisive atmosphere that we know that's created yeah um, throughout this world, oh, so I thank you, Jesus, amen. for for just the opportunity. And oh my God, I just love Lacey so much. And you know who introduced me to you? I know it was Jackie. Jackie. I was being funny because I see her out there. <laughs> <Jackie>. <laughs> so thank, I mean, just much uh, thanks to Jackie. And I think she's just a she's so not just beautiful outside, but the way God uses her inside. Mm -hmm. She's very specific on the way God uses her, and is such a role model. So we're just thankful that we have people like that in our path. And be prepared, because there's a whole lot more going on in Fayette County that's coming out in the next year. So be prepared, world. We're coming out for you. Now remember, if nothing else, Jesus loves you, and so do I.